0: Hello again, my fans, my friends. I know I'm saying those things like they're questions, but they're, they kind of are questions. I'm Johnny Townsend, and this is, of course, another episode. That's right, I did another one. <laughs> Until people tell me to shut up, I'll probably keep doing them. I'm assuming that shut up will come soon. Uh, welcome to another episode of Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews, where I, Johnny Townsend, who happens to hate horror films, uh, will review horror movies based solely on just watching the trailer. It will only ever be movies I've never seen. If I've seen the movie, I won't review it. Case in point, uh, I was actually, uh, it was suggested to me to, uh, if you hear some noises in the background, my cat is going ballistic. I don't know what her issue is. Uh, but uh, it was suggested to me to uh, review What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford. But actually, that's one I have seen. And, uh, I've seen, cause I mean, it's Harrison Ford. I've seen a lot of Harrison Ford movies when he, uh, was, uh, an Indiana Jones, when he was a solo of the Han, um, when he told that one guy to get off his plane. And, you know, if you think about it, that guy's pretty lucky cause I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen, uh, Harrison Ford land planes and he's like, uh, this generation's launch pad McQuack. So, um, but this, So I've seen What Lies Beneath. So this episode is not What Lies Beneath. Instead, no, nay, this episode is The People Under the Stairs. In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street... You inside. Something's in here. We gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. I'm very, very tense about this. Ah! Ah! There must be another way out. I can't get out. No one ever has. What goes on in this house is a sin. Your father's one sick mother, you know that? Actually, your mother's one sick mother, too. But what goes on under the stairs is a nightmare. It is time to clean house! Ravens, the people under the stairs. Apparently, Wes Craven did this. I know this because the trailer told me of such. Um, the master of horror. Horror, horror, horror. horror, he is. If I try to say horror, it sounds like a car that can't start very well. Horror, 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 horror. Oh, come on, I gotta get to work. Horror, 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 This car just won't start. That's exactly what it is. I'm really good at Foley work. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, I said what lies beneath the people under the stairs are what lies beneath the stairs. If he thinks, so, if he thinks so about it, that's right. I pluralized a word that did not need to be pluralized again. You're welcome. English language. And I'm sorry, uh, English majors out there. So the people under the stairs is an older film from the early nineties. According to, uh, the trailer I just watched, um, uh, I'm not exactly sure when that movie came out, but it definitely had a late 80s, early 90s vibe to it. Uh, the, the story apparently, and by apparently, I mean I know, because I know these things. I don't just sit here, I don't just sit here and make this stuff up, I mean, I that. I, that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, this, uh, this kid, for some reason, okay, you know every neighborhood. They might actually say this in the trailer. Every neighborhood has that house, that one house uh, that you uh, don't go near. It's got the legend around it. It's in the neighborhood. Uh, All the children don't go around it. They tell scary stories about it. Oh, like somebody chopped up somebody in that house and now it's haunted or something. You know, there's all kinds of stories. There's always that one house in every neighborhood that for whatever reason, it's scary to everybody in the neighborhood, especially the kids. Now, there's always one in my neighborhood. I'm assuming there's one in your neighborhood. And if there's not one in your neighborhood, well, you know what? Uh, power to you. I'm glad and lucky that your upbringing was so dandy. Now, uh, that sounded really mean. I really am happy if your upbringing was dandy. Mine actually wasn't that bad, if i got to be honest. I, I'm fairly lucky. But here we go. Uh, the people under the stairs. So there's this house. It's the spooky house. Uh, they don't really see many people in the house. They see a few sometimes the people in the neighborhood, I mean, and, uh, but those people are usually disheveled. they look like they're, that they don't live there, that they might be squatting there. You know, that type of thing. Uh, it's usually, uh, it's the, uh, it's the poor, the more poor people. Um, they don't wash or bathe. Uh, but to be fair, that doesn't mean you're poor. I mean, I am poor. And I don't happen to wash or bathe, but that's neither here nor there. That's just a personal choice that I've made for myself. I like to smell like I smell. Could you imagine if that was true, if I'd never actually bathed myself? This whole podcast is just going to be me talking about how I do, I promise, I really do bathe myself. I do. <laughs> from from toe to the top of my hair, I bathe myself so wonderfully, and slowly, Uh, I have a lot of body, I got a lot of body, so I take my time over every square, this is getting disgusting, so the kid goes, uh, hey, what's in this house, I'm going to be brave, I'm going to go in this house, Uh, I'm thinking he's either, he either was dared to go in there by another kid, by another person in the neighborhood, or uh, actually what I think really happened, I'm just going to, this is what I assumed or no, sorry, nay, this is what I know happened. Uh, they were playing baseball. It's kind of, a, uh, uh, like the Sandlot, you know, the Sandlot had, uh, this, this neighbor next to their ball field who had that mean, terrible dog that would eat baseballs. Uh, the beast, I think that's what they called him. I can't remember exactly. And so they tried not to do uh, to hit the ball, you know, the baseball over there until one time. Of course, it happened, and it happened to be when there were film cameras there, but that's that's beside the point. This is a very similar incidence. Incidence? That doesn't feel like a right word, but we're going with it, so this is a very similar incidence in which, actually, I don't know that's not a word, <laughs> but this incidence is very similar to that incidence when uh, you know they're playing baseball, and uh, they knock the baseball into that yard. The yard that no one steps foot in, and so the kid goes. I'm going to go into this yard, and he does to get the baseball because he's the brave one. He's a really brave. He's wise he's a wise talker. Uh, he he jokes the cracks uh, or cracks the jokes if I said that correctly. You know, he's that type of guy. He's the uh, he's the Ryan Reynolds of the neighborhood. You know that type of thing. So uh, he goes over gets the baseball, but he's caught. Actually, he notices. Uh, that like a figure go through the window. And it look like a little girl. And he's like, whoa, there's a kid in there. So he goes in to see uh, what this kid is doing. And he looks through the window and that's when they, uh, when he sees that she's uh, uh, like, she has a whole family there, but all of them are just terrible to her. They treat her uh, horribly. And I'm not, and I don't just mean they make her listen to Celine Dion 24 uh, seven. It's, it's probably—I mean, if you can even think of it—it's worse than that. I know it's hard to fathom, but it's—it's it's possible to be worse than constantly listening to Celine Dion. I mean, I know that's a major hell that I wouldn't want to be in, but still, there are worse things. The—the the kid is like, "I'm going to go save this girl because she wants saving." He—she sees their eyes meet at one point while she's getting verbally abused and uh, threatened. And he's he decides he's gonna get this girl out he's gonna save her life because he knows that she's in a lot of trouble uh, so he waits for uh, the right moment the moment must hit and uh, he knocks on the window when she's in the room by herself and she goes to the window and she opens the window and uh, this is this is their conversation this is an actual scene from the film of uh, the people under the stairs. <clears throat> Hey, girl. Uh, do you need some help? You look like you're having some uh, bad times there. Oh, it's okay. I'm uh, just my family. And they're just here doing family things. They are very mean, though. Oh, it's all right, girl. I- I'll save you. Let's th- come on out with me. Uh, I can't do it. There might be some people underneath the stairs. In scene. That's right. This is one of those movies where they say the name of the film in the film, and he didn't. He doesn't know what she means. People under the stairs. That's a weird statement to make, don't you think? And it is. I mean, it is. So, uh, he waits for nightfall and sneaks into the house. And he goes to save her. And that's when he meets the family. They never sleep. Uh, they just sit down in weird random rooms, including behind the walls. There's a creature behind the wall, they say, but it's really just her older brother, uh, who they just don't feed. Uh, he only gets to eat like whatever rats or whatever happens to crawl uh, behind uh, the stairs. Underneath the stairs even. So it's her older brother who's a real monster. Though the mom's not any better. She's constantly coming at her with a knife. I mean to a point where it kind of gets old. The old, uh, you know, that old shtick. And I'm going to stab you with this knife. What a great mom. She's not going to win mommy of the year if you know what I mean. Um, her dad... Uh, he uh, he's just as bad though because <laughs> he won't ever get a job. He just kind of sits there, and the mom just her, like, "Why don't you go get a job?" And he's like, well, "I can't work anymore in this house. There's people underneath the stairs." This movie says the name of the movie twice in it. That's how ama- It's unprecedented that that happens, but it does in this movie. And uh, the older brother's a monster, like I said. And they have a cousin who lives there, and he has two heads for some reason and but those heads are both mean and 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 vile and uh, they they're constantly uh, screaming at each other and at other people. Uh, so and they happen to love Celine Dion and that's where that comes in. And it's a terrible combination of things. If you ever have two heads on one person and they both love Celine Dion, that is evil incarnate. And uh, so this kid Tries to get away. He's constantly having arms coming out from underneath floorboards, uh, from underneath the steps, uh, from under, from outside the walls or inside the walls uh, or upside the walls or downside the walls. All the walls, arms are coming out of those, and he's trying to dodge those left and right. Luckily, uh, he's a really athletic kid, so that's that comes in handy. And he's uh, trying to get to. Uh, at one time, he actually makes it to the phone, and he tries to call out for help there's no dial tone there's nothing and you know why because that family hasn't paid the phone bill in 10 years i mean why wouldn't they i mean why would they you know the dad doesn't have a job you know he's just sitting there worrying about the people underneath the stairs and he even says that two or three times to the point where you're like all right we get it goodness gracious there's people underneath the stairs but here's the big twist what a twist This film has. The twist in this film is the kids like, uh, he and the girl are kind of sticking together. They're trying to get out of the house. It's thwarted. They're thwarted. thwarted, They are thwarted. Beautifully said. That's a note to myself. They are thwarted at every attempt to get out of that house. So uh, they find a door. And that door goes behind the stairs. A.K.A. underneath said stairs so he grabs the girl by the hand and they run in there and all the whole time she's going no no i don't want to go in there uh, there's people underneath the stairs this movie says the name of the movie three times or four times maybe five times happens a lot it's kind of like how the theme for teenage mutant ninja turtles would constantly sing uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles it's the very same thing uh, but he's like it's the only place we gotta hide we gotta hide and he knew that was the one place that all the people in the house were afraid of so it's the one place he felt they would be safe and he runs he runs in there and pulls her beside and they shut the door and they're in the dark for uh, a few seconds before they hear a noise behind them what could that be what could that noise be They slowly turn around. He fumbles and finds a light switch. He shakingly turns on the light. And they are uh, surprised, shocked, disturbed by what lies before them. And what lies before them is... uh, Harrison Ford trying to get his pilot's license. They are terrified of this. They understand why nobody in the family wanted to go beneath those stairs. This is a worst case scenario. But there's another twist in this. Uh, They later find out, because they find his wallet, that this is not Harrison Ford. This is a Harrison Ford look-alike. That's what he does for a living. He goes out to different conventions, pretends to be Harrison Ford, and gets all uh, the um, the greatness of of happening to look like Harrison Ford in the nineties. So that's pretty good. So what? Uh, so what's the people under the stairs? It's Harrison Ford, a lookalike, trying to get his pilot's license. There's a whole uh license center underneath the stairs where people work there and all this kind of stuff that's where you got to go if you want to be a pilot. And the reason that that family were freaking out is that they're all afraid of heights and they're all definitely afraid of Harrison Ford getting behind the wheel of an airplane. So what you call that? Getting in the uh the uh what's that place called? Where, I know the last part of the word is cock. (laughs) But I can't remember what the first part, is it pitchcock? That can't be right. I know it's not hitchcock. That's definitely not it. Is it uh, plain cock? (laughs) You know when you know a word, and you've said the word a million times, but for whatever reason, you blank on how it's said, or the first part of that said word? That's what's happening here. So all you're going to get is a bunch of, this This episode is going to be rated R just for all the cock I've said. Uh, It's some type of cock that you get in in an airplane. That's the main part. I really hope it is. I'm going to Google it now so I'm not a complete moron. Uh, So, uh, air, I'm going to google.com, airplane, great movie by the way, airplane, uh, oh, Okay, cockpit. That's what it is. <laughs> the cockpit. Uh, Harrison Ford behind the cockpit. Is <laughs> goodness gracious. I'm. Uh, I need. I need sleep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's terrifying to me too. But that's the big reveal. Uh, He turns out to be an okay person, and he actually comes up from beneath the stairs and helps uh, the kids get out. And the people that are living there are later evicted uh, and sent to a home of some sorts uh, for uh, the the poverty stricken. It's actually a very good ending overall. It's very happy. Uh, The kids grow up uh, well-adjusted. Despite the fact that her mom chased them around the whole house with a knife, screaming uh, terrible things at them. (laughs) And despite the fact that they witnessed who they thought at first was the real Harrison Ford try to get his pilot's license, these kids are well-adjusted adults. And, um... Yeah, it's a great ending. I mean, this is one of the better movies that I've seen. And by movies, I mean trailers that I've seen, for sure. So... uh, what about the acting? The acting in this film is a piece of resistance that is to be seen, to be believed. All the screams feel real. All the terror in the eyes of the, especially the kid actors, is incredible. They do a fantastic job. So the acting gets uh, two humongous uh, thumbs up from me from inside the cockpit of the airplane. Uh, But what about the special uh, effects? Early 90s, special effects, eh, they're pretty fine for what they are. I mean, it's, mo- it's mainly just uh, like breaking through walls and that type of thing. I uh, think Cool A Man, that sort of deal. Except for I don't think any of them are saying, oh yeah, when they do. But that's a missed opportunity, if you ask me. Uh, so overall, I would say, uh, I mean, they get the job done. You don't really need amazing effects with this type of story. So uh, they are pretty great for what they are. Uh, but what did I think of the overall movie? What is my final review? This movie, I don't think it's as good as Leprechaun, but it's up there. Uh, it's The Harrison Ford factor helps a lot, in my opinion. I'm a Harrison Ford fan. Um, so that does help a little bit. That's going to knock it up in the sevens, at least. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give this movie an eight. I think this movie is an eight out of ten. Uh, eight out of ten, uh, the boy never gets his baseball backs. That's right, he never once gets his baseball back, he kind of forgets about it. And uh, in the neighborhood kids beat him up afterwards because they all pulled their money in together to get that baseball. I might be putting in a little bit of uh, sandlot into that, but, you know, it's my world, and you're just, for whatever reason, choosing to listen to it. I don't know why you are. So yeah, this is a pretty good movie overall, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh, so, the, so that was The People Under the Stairs, a fairly good flick. Uh, fairly, uh, fairly, a fairly good horror film. Go check it out, I guess. If you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it still. And I just reviewed it. That's how good I am. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, right now, if you go to the uh, bicbp-radio.com, that is the uh, the network for this podcast and my other podcast, Retro Bliss and History Creeps that I do. Uh, If you go there, uh, not only can you get these episodes, I mean, you can get these, of course, on iTunes or whatever you're listening to now, Stitcher, blah, 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 Uh, but you can also now officially get merch. This show that you're listening to has a shirt with my design on it. That's pretty incredible. I'm fairly happy about that. It makes me very, uh, it's it's almost surreal to see something that you've drawn or something you designed on a shirt. It's kind of cool, so. Uh, go check it out. Go buy one. I think they're only like 20 bucks. Uh, support me and support this show. I would really appreciate it. Uh, just give this show a like uh, uh, on Facebook. When I make a Facebook page, it's going to happen. I keep uh, threatening it, and it will happen one day. Also, uh, check out my Instagram, Johnnyism28. Uh, check out my other podcast that I've already mentioned before. And thanks for listening, honestly. The uh, the outreach the feedback, which is the better word of what I'm trying to say, has been pretty amazing so far. Uh, this is this show is kind of my baby. It's just me rambling, and I'm in my mid-30s. And the fact that anybody remotely cares to listen to this rambling is pretty in- impressive and incredible to me. So thank you, everybody. Uh, stay tuned for whatever is coming next week. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, keep making suggestions on your iTunes reviews, oh yeah, go to iTunes, please give me some reviews, I need, I need those bad, I need those bad, (laughs) not that I'm begging, but I'm kind of begging, uh, to uh, review this show, Let's say, hey, um, you know, you can give me five stars, I'd appreciate that, that'd make me feel good, you can give me less stars, I mean, it's kind of up to you, I hope you don't, I hope if you just don't like this, that you just go listen to something else, but hey, you do you. And you be who you want to be. That's what Captain America always told me. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, you all really, truly rock. It. Over and out. Stay tuned for the next episode of Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews.